It's the WP Minute Rewind with your co-host Daniel Schutzmith and myself, Matt Medeiros, as we expand on six of the most popular topics. Well, the ones that we want to talk about anyway in WordPress news for the last month. But in this case, it was the last three months because it's been a while since Daniel and I got into a room together to record this. So we do hope you enjoy it. Again, we both picked three different stories, three different topics that we really wanted to dive into. We share them and talk about them in a little bit more longer format than normal. If you do like it, support us. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Report. You can support the show with as little as $5 for a digital coffee or join the membership. That's the best thing to do for $79 a year. You join our Slack group and you get involved talking about WordPress headlines. I've been saying this now for a while. If you want to get involved in the news, you want to see WordPress news coverage on a particular topic, you want to share your news, you want to talk about your company, well, that doesn't mean it'll always make the newsletter or the podcast, but you can do it inside the Slack channel for $79 a year. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Report. Okay, here we go with the WP Minute Rewind. Glad to see you survived that uh, that gas. It was <laughs> it was a debacle. For those that don't know, I was on vacation and we had a great time for two weeks. Went across the U.S., got all the way back almost to Florida. We got to Mississippi and we were driving kind of in the middle of the night and hit a like a metal bar in the road, <laughs> which ripped open the gas tank. So pesky uh, me- metal bars in the road, <laughs> they get you every time. Yeah. No one, no one was hurt, but we got nice pictures of, of, of firemen and everything. And so it all worked out though. Pulling a podcast faux par. Is that the word I'm looking for? I'm recording with, with an AC running in the background because Uh, I have no choice, Daniel. It is a zillion degrees in my, uh, my office, which is also an attic, (laughs) by the way. It's a, it's a torture chamber really for podcasters. I'd say don't even mute, just let it, st- just keep the mic open, otherwise it's going to sound even weirder when, when you mute. Yeah, I was, I was debating people that in my head, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, yeah I have no choice. I'm sorry, dear listener, I'll try to do a, as much as I can in post, so you might be able to hear it. But, it's the WP Minute Rewind, last time we hosted one of these was April, Daniel and I get together, we talk about our favorite news items from the month, or in this case, three months. Six months? How long is yep. it? I don't know. It's been three months. So we're going to pick yeah, our like best months, yeah. our best headlines of, of WP Minute News, and we'll just chat about it. It's a little bit of a longer form than the typical WP Minute, which goes out to, which goes out today. In fact, you said earlier in the pre-show you were on vacation mode. What's what's going on with all your all your WordPress side games? Well, I put those in vacation mode too. <laughs> <laughs> so so we did. We went on a trip as a family across cross country. We went from Florida to Arizona on a family trip just to have fun, and that was a two week long vacation, probably the longest I've done where we're actually like like doing things along the way, and we purposely did it as a road trip. So we were stopping at different places like New Orleans, El Paso. We went to Santa Fe coming on the way back and actually stayed in a train car, <laughs> which was pretty I wild. saw those pictures. Yeah, they look really cool. Yeah. So we just tried to make a make an interesting time of it, basically. But, you know, my whole point was to totally get off the grid, not check email, not touch any WordPress. And I did that for two weeks, and it was amazing. And, and it really was, it was a complete refresher, but then literally at the very end, like we said, the gas tank got hit and then I get home and literally a day later I get COVID so, <laughs> and then I had COVID for two weeks. So now I'm back Jeez. though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. For real. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I definitely hear you on that. I mean, this, this year has been a lot of, yeah. Cause we got, well, we got COVID in September last year. And then this year, as soon as like the masks came off at school, it like just mm-hmm. constant sickness in the house 
So it was just like, as soon as the kids put masks, uh, took the masks off. Yeah, like we were just sick all the time. And then there was that. I threw my back out for a month, had a herniated disc, literally couldn't walk. It was the worst thing ever. And then we just got sick again, like maybe last month. It was just up and down crazy, but time flies. And then all of a sudden before you're like, What's up with this WordPress thing? Well, we're going to tell you today. The WP Minute is, the, is where you come for the, the WordPress news. Let's lead off. Well, you and I were chatting about our the sponsors at the WP Minute, which is Master WP and Underrepresented in Tech. Actually, it's the two spots taken by Rob Howard from the Master WP. He reached out when I put nice, these two nice. these two things out, these two sponsorship spots out, and he took them both. Uh, and then he's going to use one as one he's going to like flip-flop or whatever. But I am looking to bring somebody on to help with writing news for WordPress. That's terrific. And I tweeted about an hour ago, they're probably trying to find somebody to write about WordPress news. They're already writing about WordPress news on their own blog (laughs) and their own podcast. And I found (laughs) that to be particularly challenging in this space. I could see that. Because anyone who I think of that could come on board to do it is already writing Mm -hmm. about it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's not, I, I haven't really thought this whole business through, I guess, for <laughs> 10 years of doing this. I, I still haven't figured it out, but well, if that's... I was going to say, if you talk to, if you talk to Arnie Palmer over there, Andrew Palmer, and he'll mm. just tell you to use Bertha. And, yeah, he'll do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy wants the robots to take over the world. I'm not at that level yet. But if that's you, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'd like to take a crack at covering a story here or there, join the WP Minute team. Myself, Pat, Raquel. And Eric mm-hmm. helping get out and, and amongst the, the community members who contribute uh, news and content every week, reach out to me, DM me at Mamadiris or go to the WPMinute.com slash contact and let me know if you're interested and we can hop on a Zoom call, chat about yeah. it. See what- I, I do say we have some good conversations on that Slack that are, that are I think, uh, a little bit more in depth than we get in a lot of other places, but mm. yet we don't yell at each other. <laughs> there's a lot of differing points of view especially when it comes to business yeah but i think actually today raquel even said in the, the slack that she was she was happy that we were we were we were having such good discourse such uh mm. such such citizenry so, not discord because i had to, to I, I had to delete discord <laughs> right. because everyone was so upset at me and we had to switch over to slack so we switched over to slack oh, but i'm glad you brought that up because i've been actually thinking about the the broader landscape of of wordpress news and and journalism and community voices and all of that stuff and mm-hmm. like what the heck is the difference between the wp minute say a post status or i don't know insert your favorite wordpress community and i've been trying to like really critically think about like the value add and and the major difference and i do see that like i do see that the conversations are different so if you're like on the fence of like i don't know should i join join this thing for 79 bucks a year like only join well Join if you want to just support the show and you want to keep the show going. So that's totally cool. Like, yeah, you want to join, but you don't really feel like engaging. That's cool. If you want to right. just support it, we're all about it. But if you're like, hey, I, I, is this going to be worth my time? Like, you only join if you want to if you want to see a flurry of WordPress headlines and then engage around those topics. I mean, not all of them, of course, but like they're we're all there to talk about the different topics that come across the WP Minute radar, which is in the Slack group. And to have those deeper conversations there, I can tell you this though, and I've I've talked about this in the private podcast that that members get that I put out for the WP Minute, is I do get people that come to me directly in DMs, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know, sound off might be too harsh, but like they come to me first and like, hey, I'd really like to say this, 
or I didn't say this in that conversation in that Slack group because of X, Y, Z or something like that, which is totally fine. But I've always encouraged people to be like, no, no, just th that's what this space is for. Like if you have a, an opinion on Gutenberg, but maybe people in, this is just an example, a hypothetical, yeah. but like if you have an opinion on Gutenberg, come on, just let, let like say it. And I'll, I'll defend you on yeah. saying like yeah. having the opinion, because I think that's what's going to really make it work. But I can totally understand if people are, they just don't want to get into the, the throes of that kind of conversation. But yeah, I, I certainly I think, hope that people do. I think part of it too, is folks aren't sure two things. One is they don't know what's on the record and what's off the record. <laughs> so what's us just talking? Fair enough. What's yeah. us just talking and what actually might be in a WP minute news right Maybe we should have an off um, the record channel. That's what we should probably do. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I consider most of it off the record unless someone specifically says like, if yeah. unless you or someone else, Pat or, or uh, Raquel or someone say, Hey, can we put that in the, uh, to me though, it's, it's kind of a testament for community journal because I think you have two value adds. One is community journalism. No one's really doing that in the WordPress space. Plus you don't see it as much anymore. I mean, CNN made a whole, a whole damn thing around community journalism years ago. I journal or something, or I don't know what it was called. Something like that, which shut down. <laughs> but <laughs> once again, Matt making the I worst business decisions. <laughs> but in a case like this, in an open source community, I think it's actually a pretty smart thing. And we don't see that in other open source things. So that also could be another thing. I mean, we're mm. talking about your business model live on the air. Right now. <laughs> that might be it too of like, how do you transpose this to other open source communities and make it something that can, can help them as well? Um, yeah. That's where I see a big value. And the other value add I see is just the the fact that you actually get to just kind of be a part of the news. So it's not just about the community journalism, but you also see how the news is made. You see how the sausage is made. You see the progress. You see what people are talking about. So you don't necessarily have to a community journalist giving information, but you get to see what that process is, which I think is pretty cool yeah. to be on the inside and look at that. I was writing up today's script for the episode to be still to be published at this point. But so I was citing Yoast's. Uh, market and this might be, I guess, just one of my my links for today's discussion, mm. really. But yeah. so Yoast put out his semi-annual market share. WordPress is still at still at forty three percent. Its closest competitor being Shopify, and uh, so the number forty three percent. Hold that in your head. And I I was starting to look at, right. like I said, I was looking trying to find writers who are not in the WordPress space. Like, can I find a proper journo journalist to write for the WP Minute? I mean, you'd have to be starting out because I have a razor thin budget because it makes no like any sure. sort of money of magnitude so i'm like i started to think i started to talk to people that i know in the podcasting space who freelance and they're producers and editors and writers for all kinds of different stories and stuff like that so i was talking to this one chap this morning and uh, i come in like hey man i know this is going to sound funny but i'm looking for somebody who's like an <laughs> up-and-coming journalist who wants to write about this thing called wordpress right and and hold that thought before you laugh WordPress has a 43% share of yeah. modern websites or the, or the content management system, CMS system. AT&T Wireless has the same market share in the wireless space. Now, oh, wow. if you put both of those entities together, you'd be like, I, to a common person, you'd be like, of course I know AT&T. I have no idea what yeah. this WordPress thing is. But, but the same sort of, the same sort of, I don't know, marketplace, corporations, yeah. entities, business, all of this stuff happens with AT. Same things happening in the world. Like within that 43% of WordPress, you have multi-billion dollar businesses operating. And imagine if like AT&T was, it, like you have 43%
that number is 43% of WordPress is also WordPress.com and WordPress.org and largely WordPress.org. Imagine if AT&T's 43% of wireless was operated under municipalities and local businesses who built the cell phone towers, but AT&T was the one sort of filtering the big money through. Imagine that if like open source (laughs) in that world was us building cell phone towers so we could get signal. But then like there was this corporate overlord, AKA automatic on top of that. So there is something here, I think for a journalist to sink her teeth into, to really make this, like to find the stories and to illustrate open source economics, workforces in the digital space. That's just me. And and I'm not smart enough to do it. The thing I always wonder about is how much they'd have to really dive into the intricacies of WordPress in the community. I don't, I don't know. Part of me says, yes, <laughs> there'd have to be a lot. They'd have to catch up on real quick. Part of me says mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's another tech story. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It would be pretty, pretty interesting though, to get outside perspectives to come in and take a look. Mm-hmm. You want to um, go right into the, into the, into the links, into the headlines that we're, we're going to talk about. Yeah, I mean, one thing I was actually going to share was just before we get into that was I remember when WordPress was 16% market share. And I just sent mm-hmm. you the Twitter link there of a tweet I did earlier this week. We didn't play in this, but I had found an old screenshot I took in 2013 that shows W3 Techs and shows WordPress as 16% market share. And the biggest market share was actually no CMS. The people just weren't using, mar- there was 69% people just were not using content management systems at all. Nothing. Yeah, that's amazing. So in just in just ten years, content management systems in general have have come a long way. And to see WordPress on topic that still is pretty wild. Because you had yeah. Joomla as second and Drupal's third in this at that time in two thousand twelve. Yeah. yeah, the what's funny is in Yoast's I guess we could st- stick on the topic of this article, but Yoast mentioned that Webflow has moved into the moved into the rankings in the top ten at 0.4%, which is just like amazing that one can claim a top 10 spot with such a small, small percentage. Still, WordPress just overshadowing the competition by leaps and bounds. It's it's pretty amazing. And that actually reminds me of a few things. We've seen HubSpot redid their, Mm -hmm. or HubSpot added to their CMS that they already have. They added on uh, a WYSIWYG drag and drop builder. We saw, uh, who was it? Squarespace redid theirs. So they have like a completely new version of Squarespace that people can build on a drag and drop builder, uh, which which is interesting. If you look at the community information on, on all of these, if you look at the community feedback, on, especially on Twitter, you can see that people are like, well, how do I get from A to B? Because there's no simple way to just kind of upgrade there. And that was interesting to me because it's the same struggle I think we're going through in WordPress right now of like, how do you take your old theme and make it a block-based theme? But but Nick Diego actually said it great. I think it was like two weeks ago on the WP Water Cooler. He said, don't. Said, don't, don't think of it that way. Think of it as you start new projects how can you do this as a block-based theme? How could you actually use it that way? And I was like, well, that's yep. actually a better way of thinking about it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't try to tear down the things that are working already because they're not going anywhere. They're going to work for the next like, probably six years. Yeah. So, yep. which, which, which isn't that long when you like, like when you think about, it. I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's, it's a long time in, in tech cycle, of course, but I'm sure if you were to say that to like a corporate or like an enterprise or a corporation or something like that, they'd be like, oh my God, like we're going to be reinvesting in this and 
we're changing this all up in, in six years and, and it might it might not, but certainly that's a, a, a cycle to look at. It's 0.6%, 0.6% on the web flow, Points. not 0.4, but still pretty amazing. Shopify, 4.2%. Shopify also laid off a thousand employees this week via email, which oh, is right. never which is never a nice a nice thing, but Automatic's not laying off anybody as far as I know. In fact, I'm sure Matt yeah. sent an email to those 1,000 people to say, hey, come work for us instead. The uh, the spin that Spotify was putting out there, or sorry, like I would say Spotify, Shopify, <laughs> the spin that Shopify was putting out there was that they did give a substantial severance package, which mm. I believe was, find it here, I want to say 16 weeks. Yeah, 16 weeks severance. Hmm. 16 weeks medical benefits, 16 weeks internet, which I guess that means they're internet stuff. And then for each year you work there, you get another week. So if you work there right. five weeks, or five years, you get 21 weeks, which in this climate right now is helpful. Yeah. But see, they got me. See, they just made me spin it. And now I'm like, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, <laughs> Jesus, this is what happens. Uh, this is what happens when these corporations do this. Yeah. Move on to one of your, one of your other links here. Yeah. Uh, WordPress.com. Yeah, I think it was it, it was interesting. We had talked about WordPress.com pricing a few times on the WP Minute, and I know it's it it spilled over into post status. Slack was talking about it. The Tavern was talking about it, and now after all that, WordPress.com reverted their pricing back to what it was before. I believe I haven't gone to actually look at this, so let me go see. Yeah. So that's weird. Just the just the just a bump in the road there, I guess. <laughs> just the just a bump in the road. Sorry, I was trying to play a clip. Line. I was trying to play a clip from from my interview with Dave Martin on the WP Minute from when we when he first announced the uh, the pricing changes. Oh, gotcha. Sarah Gooding said quoted it as a as a pricing experiment, which maybe oh. Matt had said it was back in the day or back when that first was announced. Yeah, like coincidentally, like the same day that they change the pricing. I think I said this on the last time we talked about it was on the show was I went to .com because I, I was trying something else out. Of course, surprise, another side project that I was running. I was like, yeah. maybe I'll just do this on WordPress.com. And then I went for like, like, why is this going to cost me like $250? Like, where's the, where's the other, where's the free one that I, I just want to attach a domain for 10 bucks. That's right. You had tweeted it or something, right? Yeah. And you, like, and you spilled the beans before anyone else was even paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so then that's that's how that all went down. Then I interviewed Dave Martin, CEO of WordPress.com, and the rest is history. But yeah, they, it was sort of staged as a as a pricing experiment. What's interesting to me, and this might be really kind of pushing pushing the boundaries of this particular story, but the other thing that was recently announced, which is going out in the news today, is that the the mobile apps losing the Jetpack features, and then the Jetpack app will get those features. I oh. wrote a piece in 2016, which is in the Share Links channel in WP Minute in a conversation with Eric Karkovac. I wrote that, you remember the the Calypso project? Which yeah. Was a, which yeah, was a desktop absolutely. app. Well, like back that's, then, that's, back then I was say. like, they're going to put, they're going to start the WordPress onboarding experience through a mobile yeah. app or through an app. Yeah. And then you'll just yeah. launch it to Bluehost. And it'll just, be, it'll just be like, hey, for $49 a year, oh, you can launch this site. Yeah. And now, yep. who knows? Like, I think maybe that's still potentially what, what'll come online is they'll, they'll leverage the power of Gutenberg blocks to build your site in a, in a right. nice mobile interface. Here you go. Launch it to either Bluehost or Pressable. <laughs> why not? Right? Like, why not build out your site in that, 
in that capacity and own it as a .org and you have all the features of Jetpack. I'd like to give a shout out to Cloudways. <laughs> Not sponsored, by um, the way. No, no, I just like them. But the, and the thing that's interesting to me too is that those apps, well, here it is. <laughs> so here it is in a nutshell. I'm on my computer all day long for work. And I do my work on my laptop. And the way I have it set up is I have my laptop and I have my monitors and everything's here, like three screens, basically. At the end of the day is when I do my projects and I'm playing around. And I just want to do like, I'll do tiny press email or I'll do, you know, something else like that. I don't want to sit at my computer anymore. I want to get up. I want to be with the family, like maybe do it on my bed, like right before bed, I'll do a few things or something. And I just want to do that on my iPad and, and I can do it from the browser. And that's usually what I do is I'm just opening Safari and doing things from the browser. But their apps are pretty interesting on there. I have a dot com account that I play around with, and it is interesting inside of their application. But I just want like everything contained in that app. You know what I mean? Like almost like almost to be like 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 the whole site is in the app, and then mm. you basically put it up there. Like I could be offline and work on it. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Because it feels like once I'm in an app environment, it feels like I shouldn't have to be on the web. And it feels like everything should be contained in that application. But I don't know. We'll see what the future holds. As you're saying that, like, God, with just the, the 43% market share, like there yeah, should be an app developer out there. It doesn't have to be automatic that could, should design yeah. something like that, right? Because you have a massive audience to do that kind of thing. I mean, imagine yeah. a, a, a block-based theme that came with an app. I believe like it that. was, I believe it was human-made. Are they the company out of out of uh, the UK? Yeah, Human Made. They had made some type of some type of configuration with an app online like that, where basically you could you could edit your post, but you could also edit custom posts and things like that. But it's since retired. So I mean, I think people have experimented with it, and with the REST API, and even if you just threw GraphQL in or something, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of possibilities there. But I'm sure usually it comes down to the configurations. That like there's so many custom configurations of websites <laughs> that how do you get it to work in there? And to my mind, the best thing would be to have an actual like mini server running on the iPad. Like that's mm -hmm. what you're doing. You're basically using like just like you use local on your your machine, your local WP to be able to have a local version. Same thing there on the iPad. You have your local version. And I think if we're gonna see it come from anyone who I think we'll actually see it come from. Who? Any guesses? InstaWP. I think uh, InstaWP. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because their their whole system and the way they're setting it up, it's lightning fast. You spin up a site super quick. And I just see the whole potential there that all they really gotta do is make it so it's a container instead of an app <laughs> like it's, it's, like it. it's just so simple all you got to do yeah. all you got to do you, you sound like every other customer who walks through the door that's Listen, all you got to do an hour right yeah but yeah but i think if anyone they they have a head start and they actually have backing from automatic so if i was automatic i'd be like hey like like this might be something interesting that we could all use that'd be pretty cool so we, the last time we did the rewind was april a lot of things have happened since oh boy one of the most notable which you and I haven't discussed on the airwaves together, is the whole GoDaddy debacle. Oh goodness! Do we need to? Do we need to bring bring it back? Kick up the dust for the for the listener who can't see Daniel like I can. He just threw his hand, hands onto his head. I was like, oh god, why do I do this? Listen, I mean, I think here's my thing, and this is I, I did a piece on it. Well, I did a video on it, and I still think that the firepower that GoDaddy has, or the cachet of quite literally money and, and, and resources that they could 
call, and it's mm-hmm. not even really a bluff, but they could call Mullenweg's bluff of five of the future and contributing a core. I know that there was a conversation happening in the WP Minute Slack about this yesterday. Yeah. Donetti has a lot of a lot of resources, a four lot of weeks, people that four or five weeks yeah, later. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> and I swear to God it wasn't me. I didn't stoke this flame. They have a lot of resources. They they contribute to the wide array of WordPress things, WordCamps, documentation, code, all of this stuff. But in my piece, I was like, wow, if GoDaddy just took a million dollars of salary a year, just sounding like the customer who just walked through the door. Because I figure what, they're making a billion bucks a year on, on WordPress. They're a $5 billion market cap company. I don't know. Maybe it's not that high. Well, let's just say a million dollars of, of, of salary a year to WordPress mm-hmm. core. I mean, they could, they could be shift. Like when something comes up about Gutenberg, full site editing, man, if you don't like it, big corporation, yeah. then just contribute to it and, and introduce like, Hey, you want an endpoint for the GoDaddy API? Throw it in there. It won't get approved, but at least you have, like, that's the thing with open source is you can contribute to it if you, you can at least propose these things. And I think that bigger businesses who profit off of it would actually win if they, if they contributed more and ultimately the end user would, which proves Matt's five for the future. Yep. It's funny because I don't remember who it was. It was probably Master WP that, that they had done a piece about it. And I'm pretty sure it was them and mentioned that the reality is that these folks give back a lot and they do things, but at the end of the day, they're just not, they're not, they're not doing it in a way that would make sense for a larger corporation with GoDaddy. I think I can't remember how many rooms, something like 9,000 employees or something was mentioned in the, in the Slack of how many folks are there. I can only imagine that a fraction of those actually work on WordPress. So it's also like what would make sense to bring them to, to that space and how much that workforce is actually made up of other, other things like support and sales and whatever. But the biggest interesting thing is if you listen to, I believe it was actually Rob Cairns podcast where he interviewed Adam, Adam Warner about kind of the whole thing of how GoDaddy got into the space of WordPress and everything. And it's very interesting. There is there is some altruism for sure of getting in there and, and helping and, and giving back. But also too, was they realized that there was an opening and that, that Adam came on board and realized that we really need to be a part of this community and have a presence now. So it's not like things just happened for no reason. I mean, it was a conscious effort. But now, like this is back when right after there's a bunch of different debacles with GoDaddy and a lot of scandals and things like that of things going on. Fast forward now, and now you have most of the community, I would say, is defending GoDaddy <laughs> billion dollar corporation. Yep. And it's it's just, it, it, you got to laugh. It's pretty yep. interesting that they turned that all around from a PR move. And again, I'm not, I think they do great stuff. I think every corporation does good stuff and bad stuff. So I don't, I'm not one to say what they actually should do, but yeah. Yeah. The, the biggest, this is the thing is the relationships that, that you have, you being either, let's say automatic or GoDaddy, the relationships you have with the WordPress community is everything. It doesn't turn on a dime. You don't just change it. It doesn't just happen overnight, but this is why like automatic and, and Matt would be smart to really connect with the creators in this space. And, and I, I think that that's yeah. where they lack the most is connecting with the agency, the freelancer. And then it's proof is in the pudding, man. Like when you, I know there's a lot of people, there's a, the brand mm-hmm. of GoDaddy still has not been fully healed. 
And there's a lot of people who won't touch it with a 10-foot pole, sure. and I, that's, that's everyone's right. But how does yeah. one go into a battleship like GoDaddy and, or, or an aircraft carrier the size of GoDaddy and start turning it to go in a different direction? Yeah. It's like it's going to take yeah. time, yeah. And, and this sure. stuff should be applauded. But as I say with every corporation, I don't trust you <laughs> until yeah. I see the stuff happen. And I've, and I've, you can go back to my tweets and you'll find a Twitter thread where I talk about GoDaddy <laughs> and me trying to help out a friend with her site. And, and there are issues if you're on the general GoDaddy, as far as I understand. If I understand if you're on the WordPress site, it might be a little bit easier. But but yeah, until I get it. Your next link is WordPress Accessibility. Yeah, WordPress Accessibility Day. Oh, I should have the, the actual date here. It's a... It's going to be this fall. They're actively looking for for sponsors and for speakers right now. And I think it's of all levels. You don't have to be a professional speaker or anything like that. You don't have to have even spoken before. They're interested in all points of view kind of on on those pieces. It just needs to be tied to accessibility in some way. I had spoken at, and this is this is primarily by the folks behind the WordPress Accessibility Meetup, well, plus some other other people that got involved as organizers. So you have a lot of the, the people that you would expect that do accessibility in the community are part of this, which is great. So they're putting together a, really a, a format and a program, I think that everyone's gonna be interested in from like, from like beginner folks to advanced folks. I had the pleasure of speaking at the WordPress Accessibility Meetup. I think it was about two months ago, maybe. And I spoke about my full-time position, which is at uh, Pinellas County Government as a team lead for the web team and shared kind of how we did that website redesign and what that process was like. And it's a, it's a larger website redesign. It's like we took basically 4,000 pages and like 6,000 PDFs <laughs> and made it like, I think 3,000 pages and like 4,000 PDFs and switch things around and stuff like that. So I take it from a static site to a WordPress site too. That's the other big thing. So there's no content management system behind the, the current site. So I just shared a bit on the accessibility piece. And I think that's that's the kind of thing where you might not think it's a, a big deal. I didn't think it was a big deal, but until we worked with Amber Hines actually from Equalize Digital and, and her her plugin, which is Accessibility Checker. We worked with them on the Pinellas website to use that to do a bunch of our accessibility checking in the back end for our, our our editors. And that was really valuable. And so she said, this is great. You should actually share this and tell people how you all did this because not everyone really sees that process. And so I yeah. hadn't thought it was something to talk about. It seems like, <laughs> to me, it's like yeah. going to the dentist. <laughs> I just didn't <laughs> think it was anything that yeah. interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it was well received and people are actually really, really interested. Lots of follow-up questions and things. Um, I think it's so yes. keep that in mind, folks, that you might have something that's really interesting that you just don't realize is interesting. So. Yeah, it's when when I interviewed her on the the Matt report accessibility, I, I always thought of like screen readers or sure, color yeah. impaired and stuff like that. And in my head, that's that's what accessibility was. But she was talking about like imagine just which I totally related with because at the time, like I I still I think it was my youngest was just born. She's like, just imagine like being with a crying baby. You're trying to hold a baby. It's the middle of the night and you need to call the doctor's office and you're trying to find that button on their website. Like that's also yep. part of accessibility is just like, yep. if you, if you have two hands free and you're looking at a laptop, fine, that's one thing. But if you're doing a bunch of stuff and you're trying to find like this emergency button on a doctor's office, I'm like, wow, I never really even thought about it that way. So yeah, it's, it's a tremendous, tremendous effort and definitely check out accessibility day and microsoft has a great chart on that if i can find it that actually talks about that too of like temporary 
accessibility and what you might need exactly like having a baby in your arm but you only have one hand to actually touch mm-hmm. the phone mm-hmm. um really cool one of the other things well actually speaking of amber Hines, she sold off her other plugin the oh, yeah. i don't have it in front of me right now the events calendar plugin she settled to events calendar which is now owned by wp events calendar which is now owned by stellar wp SiteCare purchased maintain from web dev studios Stratic, the static cloud hosting oh, yeah, company, was, was acquired by Elementor, yeah. and WP Lift sold for a hundred. Uh, sold for a hundred and sixty thousand dollars. The previous owner, who I interviewed on the Matt Report five ish, six ish years ago, bought it for two hundred and five thousand dollars at the time. Mm. So a lot of moving and shaking in the acquisition space since we last chatted. Does uh, any of those stand out to you as? Good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah. Miriam Schwab, who who's the founder and leader of how do you say Stratic? I always Stratic. say it wrong. Stratic. Yep. <laughs> Stratic. Stratic. Static. Got it. She did a, a, a really a, a well, a really in depth, well put together piece about what that was like doing the whole acquisition and the difficulty she had just getting funding in the first place mm-hmm. and. And and try and, and the struggle and, and just dealing with it for a few years. If you if you ever talk to her for just five minutes about static websites and Stratic and WordPress, you see she has so much passion for that mm-hmm. specific subject that it's infectious. Like the, I came away from, I think she did a presentation. I want to say WordPress NYC or something, and I came away from that of like, okay, I got to do this, and that's when I <laughs> went out and learned about WP WP to Static and, and all these other things, which which Leon Strafford who did WP to static uh, ended up going to Stratic, So he's a part of that team as well. But I think that's a great move for Elementor to bring on, to bring on Stratic because the Stratic was already working very closely with Elementor to make it so that they can do that kind of thing and work well with, with their plugin. But to me, that just ups the game because if I can have a static website and put that out, especially when it comes to having a static website, but still be able to do a form on that site, and get information back, that to me is the big, like whoever solves that and makes that work, that's the big thing. And as far as I know, Stratic has solutions around that. And they've done a lot of of their own plugins and their own kind of things working with with current popular plugins to work on their on their system as well, which is really important. But I think I just think it's a great acquisition all around and I'm happy for for Miriam. Yeah, me too. I I echo your sentiments. She is extremely smart and passionate and I always enjoy talking to her. I remember being on, I remember when I first got into this game, Troy Dean used to do a, a live series called the, the Fu- I think it was just called The Future of WordPress. And I remember being on a panel with her and I'm like, oh, I am not fit to be on this panel <laughs> with, with her intelligence <laughs> and the rest of the panel. But yeah, congrats all around. Uh, here's, here's, you know, do I have a sound effect for this? Let me see if I do. Do I? Uh, no, that's the wrong one. Oh, this one. <laughs> All right, let's go into the future here. That's the worst future sound effect. DJ Maderos. Who purchases Elementor in the future? And another one. Who purchases Elementor in the future? I mean, the the big players left are like Automatic, WP Engine, but I don't think they'll... I think that they've talked about this numerous times. I've seen it. I don't think they're going to anyone. If they go to someone, it's going to be like a... What was that? Like AIC or something? Like some large, large corporation, I think, that wants to get to that space. Maybe GoDaddy, but I don't know. Let me, let me, Maybe. Let me just throw out a super curveball... Shot in the dark, one in a million chance, but if anyone were to do it and shock the world. Amazon. Nope. 
Get that Jeff Bezos money out of here. <laughs> I Ed Balky from Awesome Motive. Do you think so? I See, think I, if there's anyone that could raise the money built off of the mm. built off the brand equity he has, the, the 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 knowing the space, it would be him. Yeah, raise or does it go yeah, the other way? An Elementor buys Awesome Motive. I doubt it. I could see it. I, I, I don't know the valuations on either company, but they have to be large. But that would be interesting. Yeah. I could definitely see a, 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 a some type of company that's complementary to it. Like, like a, I jokingly said Amazon, but something like that, mm -hmm. a complementary kind of kind mm -hmm. of side web flow if web flow bought it and just turned into elementor flow yeah here's an interesting story <laughs> go for it years ago vlad who is the ceo and co-founder with his brother of Webflow, they had started at oh boy i want to say like 2012 2013 somewhere in there that time frame and i had i I don't know how I discovered Webflow at all, but I was on like a regular email basis with them telling them what I needed in the application because I was using it basically because they had built it on Bootstrap. And so you could, you know, it would export Bootstrap. So you could basically build the design there, export it, and then take that, build a WordPress theme on your own. And so you had the whole thing. And so I was, I was doing that originally. And I said to him one time, like, you really should put port this to WordPress and like, just have it over there and do this whole thing. And even back then he was adamant that no, they don't want to bring it to WordPress. He wants to have his own system. This is the direction he wants to take it. And he wants to be able to kind of steer that ship. And so that's why since, since that, I was like, I don't think he'll ever sell to anyone. I really yeah. don't. I don't think Webflow will ever sell just because he had that mentality back then. Now, granted, he's a, a decade older, has a family and kids. <laughs> a now in the top, now in the the top 10 of CMSs. Yeah. So it might be on the horizon to say, I just want to take a vacation for the next 10 years or something. Yeah. But but I always, I always think about that in the back of my head of like, man, he, like, he definitely knew right back then how we wanted to kind of take it forward. And this was before there was even a CMS to Webflow. This was just purely drag and drop and you could put the padding and margin in and stuff like that like that's pretty much it at that time 100 percent. and the only other thing that i'll comment on on the uh, on the acquisition stuff is the, is the wp lift stuff it's i guess part i, I did a whole piece oh, yeah. on that as well but it sort of goes with what we were talking to talking about at the beginning of the show man it's challenging to run just like a news focused wordpress site because the money is in the tutorials mm. it's in the affiliate links uh, just as a just as a, a mechanism for a content site to make money passively and i don't mean that in like the the markety speak i just mean like if a content business is going to make money passively affiliate links is the vehicle that actually does that and in the flippa post where they sold the website i don't know they were doing like 3300 bucks or 3500 bucks maybe 3800 bucks something like that in a payouts every month and it sold for 160 grand. I talked with somebody else who who DM'd me who said, "Look, at the real the real value was in the domain authority that this that oh. they had. It wasn't really the business side of it, which is still right. even more mind boggling that that mm -hmm. that did that. And I, I maybe maybe I came off a little too strong on the the written post about WP Lift getting sold. I kind of said like it's it's not something like I did tutorials on the Plug and Touch channel, yeah. just video tutorials, and it literally burned me out like i to the point right. where like, I, I didn't want i didn't want to touch the youtube channel anymore which was really stupid on my part because it exponentially after i i stopped and i started to reinvest into it again and i, and I might reinvest into it again in, in, in another another month or so because it's up to i don't know fifteen thousand subscribers and 
it's quite an engine to kickstart if, if I want to start going into the tutorial content for the WP Minute and not and, and sort of branch off from, we have the news here, but now we can have some tutorials here or something like that. But it's just not content that satisfies me creatively. And I couldn't see myself just doing tutorials. I mean, right. I guess I would literally have to just have somebody else do it because it's not me, creatively that's, speaking. That's the same thing with me. I love to teach people things. And my wife's told me this a few times because I, I taught, I was a professor at School of Visual Arts, NYU. Man, you've done um, everything. Were you an airplane pilot too? <laughs> <laughs> I was seven years at SVA at School of Visual Arts in New York City. Yeah. And uh, that was, that was, that was my previous life when we did Flash. <laughs> but uh, there's something about, I don't mind doing, uh, one of the things I do a lot is 30 second to a minute type of screen shares of, or screen recordings of how to do things at WordPress. And then I take those and I put them in the back end administration place as videos that you can you can put in there and you actually have a plugin that does something similar to that right just like about to try to sell you on it yeah. i'm glad you <laughs> <laughs> i should use your plugin i keep i keep doing it myself and coding things and i should just use your plugin but the the reality that like uh, if i sit down to do like a, a 45 minute tutorial or something i can't i can't do it i just don't i don't know what it is it's just more of a pain to me to go through an entire process and show someone then to do these kind of little broken up pieces, which is also why I'm starting a TikTok. <laughs> that's a side, that's a curveball I did not see coming through that joking, conversation. Joking, not joking. Which is no why I'm interested. starting a TikTok. <laughs> no one's interested in WordPress on TikTok, which makes it the perfect uh, <laughs> medium. Man, I, this is what, he's oh, starting boy. a TikTok, everybody. It's, you know, it's why not? Why not try something else? So we'll see. Let's go to the last, the last post from you it is i lost my screen oh yeah so so i discovered that master wp also put together a podcast called press the issue which has some terrific terrific episodes chagreen is one of the main hosts in that and does several that she's talking about different topics on there ali nimmons is producer for i believe all of them but ali went a little bit above and beyond and also was a presenter on one which is how did the pandemic affect wordpress contributors and i invite you dear listener to listen to that episode press the issue i think is a really important podcast it's definitely one you should have and subscribe to but that particular episode to me raises the bar for all of us it sounds like it sounds like it was done like from npr or something it sounds like a news story that was just completely well produced the production value on that is very high and i just i i said this on twitter i can't say enough good things about it it just it it brought me such joy to listen to it even though it's about a really sad topic but it brought me such joy to hear that it was getting kind of like the the attention and the quality that it deserves for that type of thing so it was it was nice to hear something a little bit different than there i can never produce that quality i can tell you right now it's not, that's not happening you're trying but. to say that this ac in the background is in high production <laughs> and i like i don't work for a, a podcast production company like what's going on yep 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 yeah and ali does have a, a a production company called i think it's b bpedia i believe which which is her specialty which is also equally awesome let me see let me just find it have you have you heard the podcast it is in my queue of okay. listening but i just took on like i just mentioned i just took on a new role at castos and life has been pretty insane ah yes uh, yes Bedia, Bedia Productions, B-E-E-D-I-A. Terrific site, by the way. It's very nice. And I love her. 
fantastic yeah definitely throughout it little honey and stuff but it's 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 just it, you gotta listen to it it's just it's you're gonna smile you're gonna be like wow <laughs> like that really ups the ups the game for everyone kind of in the industry it's very very cool and, and the and she interviewed people across <clears throat> excuse me across the world about how it affected them and and it really was insightful i did learn a lot about how everyone's kind of dealt with it yeah. fantastic yeah we'll link that up certainly in the show notes and i will throw it into the old podcast app right after we get out of here speaking of getting out of here i think that's it anything any other last minute tips tricks any other careers i don't know that you've done that would be a great party Party nope, but as we go into the fall, as we go into the fall, this is a great time to reset your passwords. Make sure your security is all up to date. Make sure you have some type of security plugin on your WordPress site. What? Wait, wait a minute. Are you planning on hacking the world? Why? Why suddenly in the <laughs> no. fall? Well, we're changing clocks and stuff, oh. and as well just pay attention. Yeah. So I mean, and also first the fall of all, Dan, this, we got a whole month and a half left of extreme <laughs> heat. And and is it ever really fall in Florida? I mean, we get to low eighties, I guess low 80s oh, it's the wp minute rewind everybody thanks for hanging out for us today with us today for almost an hour of daniel and i just sort of bantering about these links that we mentioned they're the top three links of our rewind month i was gonna say monthly rewind but it's been quite a long time we'll be back again hopefully soon mm -hmm. to do this with you the wpminute.com daniel where can folks easiest is on twitter it's at schutzmith which is s-c-h-u-t-z-s-m-i-t-h